teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. let your need consume you. Find the line of thanksgiving in your struggle. Praise the Lord. Now quickly, my question this morning is this. Are you a grateful person? That's exactly what I expect to hear. Everyone, the natural man will always say, yes, I'm a grateful person. But when we sit back to look at it very well, you will see that, generally speaking, we have a propensity for ingratitude. That's just the way it is. And God knows. But God will that we don't go that route. You say, what do you mean? That's the way it is. And I was thinking about it. Then it dawned on me that it's not because we set out to be ungrateful. But if we just live life the way it is, we we'll end up being ungrateful. Why? Because what to get familiar with what becomes common. Well, that means that he begins to lose his value. Even if that thing is vital to life, but because you are used to it, it becomes less valuable, which means it translates to being less appreciative or appreciated. So you begin to discount it. Just the way it is. You say, really? Because I look at it from every angle. So how, what am I tagging this one? So I'm saying it's um, taming the monster of ingratitude. It's a monster. It's destructive. That's why I call it a monster. Nobody set out to get on that horse of ingratitude, but we end up all becoming tough riders. And I began to meditate on it, and he's like, wait a minute. Shall we just look at it from where he starts? Or do you first consider, does it affect God? Oh, yes, if it affects God, then I will take it a little more seriously. Okay, remember the children of Israel? They were slaves all their lives, born into slavery. He took God, his mighty arm, and miracles upon miracles to get them out, Remember? And they saw and witnessed all the miracles. Come on. And so it was this God, hey, hey, and then hey, hey, then they got to the Red Sea. This God, that awesome God, wonderful God, the God that when he opened, now they were getting familiar with this God. Guess what? When suddenly they saw the rivers, the waters of the Red Sea, and they saw Pharaoh coming. Ah, they saw Pharaoh coming. They said, Moses, we told you. You and this your God. Which God? The same God. Ten wonders became common because you have a problem. Gross disrespect. Familiarity. I dare no grace in Egypt. Didn't we tell you before? Ah. He cried out to God. Miracle! They walked through the Red Sea. The same people who were saying, why there are no graves? I was thinking, can't tell that last 
Is that your kind of Christianity? No sooner than they left the shores of the Red Sea, they got into the valley of shore and the water was bitter. They repeated the same thing. Well, the water was very sweet. They moved on. Then they complained about food. Then he rained manna on them. Then they complained about manna. As much as fact, when you give them manna, he said, take enough. Don't store overnight. They stored. It became worms. Worms. It's a big double on the day before Sabbath. So you can eat that on the Sabbath day. You won't work. Only on the day before Sabbath that the food will not become rotten. Some went on Sabbath day to look for food. Of course, they saw nothing. See human beings. Then they left there. Then they complained about food. Then they gave them quills. <laughs> he gave them everything they wanted. Glory be to God in the highest. Then they got to the valley of sin. And there was no water. There were no graves. Human nature. Will you dare... When God was releasing frogs in Egypt, will you dare talk? When he sent the angel of death and there was blood everywhere, will you dare talk that way to God? You see, what you don't appreciate, depreciates even God. So I said that to say this. What does ingratitude do to your benefactor? Can you see the way God felt? God got so angry at the time, said, can I wipe them out? And now through you, Moses raised up a new generation. Moses said, Avexa. What would he then say? Well, God wasn't going to do that. He said, merciful God. Then he said, some, he said speak, pick some people to let you know, to be spies. To let you know that I keep my words. Uh, go spy the land. They got there. They said, true. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. But, but What? God has spoken, you are putting a butt in it. It's easy to know and an ungrateful person. See, but the land is filled with giants, really. And by the time they finish, they got the whole camp weeping. God got angry. He said, Ah, can you see what ingratitude can do even to God? But thank God for Caleb. Thank God for Joshua. Leave the Old Testament. Let's get into the New Testament. Ten lepers. Ah, they got healed on their way to go to the high priest. And one remained. And Jesus said, Ah, ah, why there are not ten? Why is it only one? Even Jesus. What about the Holy Ghost? It amounts to grieving him. But I won't go into details with that. Ingratitude. Ingratitude can be a terrible thing. So what do you say to that? What does it do to the beneficiary then? The person to whom some goodness has been done and who has made up his mind that it doesn't matter. I don't care anymore. Really? God bless you. Isn't God wonderful? So when God was saying, wasn't there 10? I said, can't you see? But what does ingratitude do? One person says, let me quote exactly. Oh, it destroys your mind. Really? 
And that quickly takes me to Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Open quickly. I'll read from there. Romans chapter 1, verse 21. I want to back that up quickly to let you know what it really does. It destroys the mind to be ungrateful. Praise God. It says, because when they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, not, but what became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Listen to Strong's for the word futile. He said, to make empty, vain, foolish, useless, confused. Can you imagine when a man's mind becomes useless, empty, vain, confused? Creativity is zero. Ingratitude. It's, somebody said, it destroys the mind. I cannot agree more. He said, how? In the parable of the talents, praise the Lord. This great man owned everything. Jesus gave a parable there. And of course, we're talking of God and us. He owned everything. Hello? He owned the slaves. He owned the estates. He owned the talents. He called his own slaves and gave them his own talents. And said, do business till I come. Can I be frank with you? Your life is not yours. Remember the parable of the rich fool? So what happened to the one, to the ungrateful servant? Out of all his servants, he chose you. You are now complaining that he gave you one. What about those that he didn't choose at all? And because of his mindset, watcher, even what he had, he lost. What does ingratitude do? He causes unusual loss. One, it starts to depreciate what you have, which is of great value, and invariably depletes it. The thief comes not, but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Is somebody here with me? Remember, we are dealing with taming the monster of ingratitude. Glory be to God in the highest. So let me just quickly jump into the solution. What's the solution? To find solution to this kind of problem, you go to the root. Right? So where is the root? First, let's go to the Garden of Eden. Right? God created the garden, put everything in the garden. I mean, everything man will ever need was in the garden. In the garden. God availed them with his presence in the garden. <laughs> he put his glory on them. When you see them, you see the glory of God in the garden. You know what once one lady said in her right talk? He said, because they got used to this environment. They got used to the garden. They got used to God's presence. They got used to glory. That was why they became less appreciative. And so when they saw the devil, which looked new, the devil, they got distracted. Well, if you don't appreciate what you have, you open yourself up to the devil to take. God forbid in the name of Jesus. We have a reason to be grateful as a church, as individual families. Oh, yes. And then as individuals, we have every reason to be grateful. And 
Gratitude that is not expressed is ingratitude. Think about it. I meant to say thank you, but I never said thank you. No, you just did not appreciate it. Period. Is somebody hearing me here? Praise the Lord. So if somebody is saying, well, thanksgiving, big deal. It's not big deal. It is a necessity for fountain. Because if it had not been for the Lord on our side. So if not you, Lord, if not you, Lord, where would I be? What would have happened to me? My glory and the lifter of my my glory and the lifter of my head for the O Lord as a shield my glory and the lifter of my head so it's a necessity for us it's of vital importance to us garden of Eden then you talk of the devil what about the devil? Oh, he was the most beautiful of all the angels. God created him specially. Oh my goodness. It's the end of excellence and beauty. He wasn't the devil. He was called Lucifer, son of the morning, Isaiah 14. If you read the commentaries, he was the head of the worship in heaven. Worship is the end of art and entertainment. <laughs> he didn't need to play an instrument. Every conceivable instrument was completed in him. Strings and pipes. Somebody said he just moves in the presence of God and he had the best of music. <laughs> but he would not appreciate who he was meant to be. He wanted the throne of God. Can you see where I started from? If you don't appreciate what you have, you become envious of those who even have less. Your wife is beautiful, man. Your husband is excellent. Your children are perfect, man. Somebody said, if you don't appreciate your now, time will make you only appreciate the past. God forbid. So how do you solve it? Somebody here says, when I begin to say thank you, thank you, thank you, it makes me a weakling. No, sir. It makes you superior in every area of life. There is no man of ability who is not a grateful man. True. He says, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost constantly, he said, you will be filled with spiritual songs, giving thanks. Oh. That's God's nature. Hear Moses. Psalm 92 to 95. Oh, Moses. Psalm 32. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Moses. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Sing praises to his name. Sing praises to... Then he go down. He said, Oh, my horn has exalted like a wild ox. 
In worship and praise, it's your creativity is at the best. Now, see the, see the kind of person that Moses became. See the kind of legacy left behind. Come on, what about David? I can open more. He says, you want to see greater doors open before you? Worship me. He says, tell them. He says, some people think that the sin of vengeance is horrible. It is very horrible. But the sin of ingratitude is worse. He said, how? He says, the sin of vengeance is, I will pay evil for evil. If you look at 1 Thessalonians 5, 15, says, pay no evil for evil. So vengeance is, I will pay evil for evil. They've done evil, I pay evil. What about ingratitude? You are paying evil for the good that was done you. It was. From 15. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourself and for all. I'm grateful for your life, Fontenier. And we are grateful to God. We have his word. We have his spirit. We have his worship. We have excellent relationships amongst ourselves. No, you know, if you know what some people are saying, and they are just coming, they don't know us. They'll be converted later. No, pastor, they've been here for a long time. And some people are still in learning. Leave them, they'll catch up. But it's an excellent church. Give God all the glory for it. Verse 16. Everybody read with me. Hey, it says, what do you have that you have not been given? Come on. What do you have? What do you have? If you know you have been given, then why are you so boastful of it? Why are you so prideful? Will you rather start to thank God there and let God extend it and improve it for you? Rejoice always. Next verse. Pray without ceasing. Next verse. In everything. So how do you cope this monster? How do you cope this monster? How do you tame this monster? How do you cope this attitude? Find the gratitude line in every situation. Don't you ever run out of reasons to say thank you. Make this the commonest phrases in your conversation. Please. Thank you. Because no man, honest, owes you anything. God has given you everything to enjoy. So why are you becoming the slave of a man? Can the hell touch me well? He said, any congregation you go to and they, jo- they tolerate you. He said, please, learn to reject the invitation after a while. Because you are only being tolerated. But we are excited to have you. You'll be free to be yourself. And the Spirit of God will... F- Somebody rejoice! I said, somebody rejoice!
Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Shall we rise? So it's not for it's not for want of what to say that God gave us that slogan through Pastor Nomte. He said, No, 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 you are preaching one day, you made the statement, and I picked it. I said, Really? He said, Yes. I said, What statement? He said, I'm enjoying my life. If you don't enjoy your life now, when will you enjoy it? I know there are challenges, but how do you come through it? By betting yourself in the water of self-pity, by saying I'm dying. Do you know what ingratitude does? He drives you to commit suicide. God forbid in Jesus' name. No matter how dark it is, see the light of thanksgiving in that situation and watch God. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.